Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care. We're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show. So tune in if you dare. KVJ, get risque every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Hello and welcome to the KBJ after the show podcast. How the heck is everybody here for a Tuesday? Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Tuesdays are great when you have off on Monday. Yeah, no doubt. Four oh, day work week. I'm tricking know. myself today. It's just Monday, and then when f- Friday comes around, oh shit, it's Saturday. This is amazing. And tomorrow we're going to drink. Why? It's your birthday, bitch. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you keep forgetting. You keep forgetting. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I just want that homemade pizza. If you really want to tickle my fancy, a little homemade pizza from the witch. She made it. I had one slice. It was one of the best pizzas I've ever had. And ever since then, she's made me two or three of them, and they've eluded me. Either <laughs> Other people ate them. Drunk fucks will eat it. Yeah. Her, <laughs> at, her pot, at her party, some drunk people ate my entire pie before oh, I could take man. it home. I know. What? Just promise me this. If I make you a pizza, it won't end up street pizza like the street <laughs> corn. I can't make any promise. <laughs> just don't call it street pizza. I mean, you kind of put it back to where it belongs, Jaybird. It's street corn. I did. I have a problem with leaving things on my roof of my car. Do you want the pizza exactly as it was last time with the sweet sauce, extra cheese, extra sauce? Yeah. 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 You you don't just do so much extra cheese, but extra sauce. Extra sauce. Okay. I'll make it wet. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Birthday. (laughs) Birthday show tomorrow. All right. You're getting me excited. It's a big week. Any other suggestions for menu items? I mean, tomorrow's your day, Puddin'. I'll send you some literature. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Here comes a list. I'm sending you, Kevin, a list, too, of all the things I want to do on tomorrow's show. Now I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. Day to celebrate yeah. the bird. You're the boss, applesauce. What do you want? Remember the year it was my birthday, and I made you guys play the game worse or worser. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love bad games. I invented name that nut. Well, it was just two options, and no matter what you picked, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. Okay, another round of worse or worser okay. tomorrow. I'll write it up later. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're here after a uh, three-day weekend. I have my uh, oldest son, Colin, was in from Nashville for the killer show at SunFest on Sunday. And Did he love it? Yeah, we had a really good time. We started on the party barge and then uh, went out there to watch the band, and it was a really good time. Did the whole family go together or just you and your son? It was uh, the queen went to, so it was uh, us three. Okay. The, uh, family. Uh, Cannon wouldn't have cared, and uh, Caitlin had to work. Gotcha. So she wasn't able to go. So, yeah, so we uh, we had a great time, though. I love so it. Was, it was a lot of the family, and it was good. It was just about uh, being with him. So, yeah, so yesterday, he's still in town until I think he leaves uh, maybe it's tonight or tomorrow night. You guys do, like, a nice lunch today? Yeah, we'll probably do a little lunch again today. Uh, it's a little more restrictive because you got to, you know, do more work. So, 
You know, but I'll squeeze out a little time, do a quick lunch. Don't worry. Worse or worser is taken care of. Okay, well, I can, yeah, I can pencil out a whole hour for that. He's going to write it up for you. I'm yeah. trying to, uh, I'm trying to get my dad to go to lunch with me today. Maybe uh, we'll meet up with the Ralsons. Okay. Wow. Yeah, a little father-son. Yeah. Oh. I want to go. The Juicy Daddy's going to be there. Delicious. <sighs> I just ignore it, you know? Yeah. Just, okay. you, you hope it goes away. It's awkward uh, on the air, but hopefully it goes away. Yeah. It's never going away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was a, so much stuff going on this weekend, and as crazy as I look at the calendar, it's it's pretty much, that's about it. There's not really a lot of other stuff going on. It, it massively slows down. Well, Mother's Day is this weekend, so yeah. you really don't see a lot of people that have the balls to compete with Mother's Day, mm-hmm. especially in the event category. Yeah, so there's there's no, there's like no concerts, nothing at all to check out. But if you're looking for a fun place to bring Kim for Mother's Day, I'm going to be out at Seminole Reef Grill. Man, where, oh, you are, are, okay. where aren't you out? I know. Huh? <laughs> you always got some shit cooking, don't you? <laughs> always, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tell me about this place, Virginia. So it's over there on US 1, uh, in between PGA and Donald Ross. Okay. It is a brand new spot. They've only been open like less than a year, right around a year. Mm-hmm. And it's very nice on the inside. It's uh, Key West Elegance, Palm Beach Fancy, but okay. without the prices. All right. They've got sushi. they got salads. they got steaks. They have a beautiful decor on the inside. It really is nice. And we're going to be giving away all kinds of prizes for mothers. Okay. So on top of getting a great lunch, mom can win a diamond necklace. Okay. She can win all kinds of spa gift cards. It really is a cute spot. Every mom gets a free glass of rosé. Okay. Yeah, that sounds cool. They're hooking up moms, and it's a really cute spot. I know Kim. I know her taste. Yeah. She would like this place. Yeah, definitely have to uh, see if she's up. Yeah, she hasn't. uh, We have not nailed down a place yet for Mother's Day. Oh, you got to bring Debbie and Kim. Don't forget Grandma. Yeah, you know, the old old Deb doesn't uh, like leaving the house too much. So she usually uh, passes on all the family events. Not even for Mother's Day? No, it's kind of weird. Yeah, she's, I don't know. She just is like, no, I'm good. So, yeah, she doesn't really Make sure you take care of your mom. You're on Ralston's ass over here. Oh, I will. Make sure your house is clean over there. I send my mom food. I always do that. But then Panda's mom is going to join us at Seminole Reef Grill for brunch. We got a group of like 14 people going. Dang. Okay. Yeah, Uncle Jerry, my neighbors, uh, their moms. So we got a nice little constituency. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it, and that's it. There is nothing that that jumps out at you for a big event. You know, you go through, uh, I mean, other maybe the teachers' parties that happen at the end of the year. They like to shake it, believe me. I've seen it go down at Bradley's, Virginia. It is Turn the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you need to sniff around because those teachers like to get loose and they do. they're adorable. They do. Not, not, of course, not every teacher, but man, they're on the bars or shaking. Yeah. They, it, the young ones. The young ones. <laughs> the ones you want are up on the bar <laughs> shaking it. <laughs> yeah, the next big event I see coming up is Art Basel, December 7th. Oh. That's, yeah. that's, no, dang, that there's was a- more than that. That was a year what's, ago. What's a big signature event between now and then? I mean, there's got to be something happening like uh, Halloween-ish. Well, I mean, but like something that would be a Sunfest, a Tortuga, an Ultra, 
something that is a big South Florida event. Fall football. Why, why are you trying to call out Ralston? You're going through our calendar yeah. right now, trying to find some I mean, shit. You have like Dolphins games and things I'm like that. I'm turning 50. That's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't talk about that that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's turning 51st. It's true. Got her by a month. I so. think y'all look great. I just got a text message from my sister. She asked, she goes, what is Virginia doing to her face? She looks amazing. Really? I got the, I got the quote. Girl, I got a list. Botox, threads, lip fillers. I told her, I said, it's all kind of procedures and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cynthia saw your post. She loved your outfit for the Kentucky Derby on Saturday at the Palm Beach Kennel Club. Oh, thank uh, you. Panda hat that you had there. I did oh. a tribute to Panda. Mm-hmm. And my hat was covered in pandas. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. She said, uh, we uh, wanted to come out. We're too hungover from Cinco de Drinco, though, at Burrito (laughs) Social. Burrito Social was going off. Was it? That's a new spot up in Jupiter. Okay. It's kind of like by where the old uh, Outback was. Oh, yeah. No US well. 1, Indian Town Road over there. They put a place called Burrito Social over there. And they had taken over the whole parking lot. They had some hotties over let, there, let Burrito Social. Question about your burritos. Do you guys like something that gives it a nice crunch inside your burrito? Texture. Texture-wise. Yes. For example, sometimes you can put them tortilla strips in there. Yeah. Okay. It gives it that crunch. You guys like that? Love it. I don't think enough people do crunch stuff in burritos. It's something to think about today. I right. can talk about it at lunch. You could have told us this on Cinco de Mayo, but all right. I think I did. <laughs> I don't think it heard me. No one's, no one's paying attention, huh? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I thought Burrito Social looks cool. It does. You do have to check it out. I know you love a trendy new spot, and yeah. it is all that and more. It, it sounds trendy. It is. Okay. Yeah, my wife was telling me uh, there's a place on Belvedere that, that was jamming on Friday. It's like tacos and hip hop. Ooh, that, that's uh, they fun. Do. Yeah, they had a, apparently that was a, the place to go in West Palm. I would love to eat tacos and listen to hip hop. It's, 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 yeah, it's a good little combo, right? Yes. I'd be down with that. Yeah, so I think it's kind of a mom pop kind of place they got going on. So, Can, are you allowed to freestyle during, I don't know. Your meal? You know. Anybody <laughs> else? Yes. Oh, dog, don't even try to call me out because I will destroy you on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Eight Mile. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're working on our snack pack album. We're, we're just so jacked up. This dude is ready to go, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's good to know. Uh, let me see some other uh, emails uh, coming in here. It is. Um, National Teachers Day today, but Cynthia said, uh, don't forget, it's also Nurses Week, not just the teachers. Oh, that's right. We're going to have them fight it out. Nurses Week all week. Mm-hmm. Nurses Week and Teacher Week. I mean, it's a what, lot of hot. What, what a week. <laughs> don't, you're not supposed to sexualize careers and, and, and jobs, Virginia? Whatever. <laughs> Tell the costume shop that. You're right. Those are the two, like, best costumes. Yeah, blame the costume industry. They, t- they turned the nurse industry into, there's so many slutty nurse outfits out there. I know. I've worn them. So, so have I. Yeah. <laughs> Lana. 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 So have I. Oh, he knows. <laughs> He knows all too well. All too well. Yeah, you don't have to tell him. Yeah, so all right, there's a lot of good stuff to uh, celebrate this week for that. Casey had a question, said, over the weekend I tried smoking weed for the very first time and 
nothing. What? No matter what I did, it seems like I couldn't get high. I took about 10 hits throughout the night, and I didn't feel it once. My friends gave me instructions on how to smoke it right, but I never got that feel-good sensation that everyone else had. They're all laughing and having a good time, and I felt like the odd man out. Any advice on what I can do to get the same experience? Was this just an example of the you don't get high your first time stereotype? It happens. It happened to me. I, I did not feel a thing the first time I ever smoked any kind of weed. Didn't even know. I'm like, this is fucking but stupid. But look at you. You kept hitting the horse. Yeah, we. I think weed hits me differently than other people. I think there is a type of person where it, it, it doesn't hit as hard. For some, pe- for some people, it, it doesn't hit as hard as huh. others. You have weed walls in addition to love walls? I wouldn't call it a wall, but now you put it that way. I, your eyes got fucking walls all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. Uh, KJ's saying in the chat room, a lot of people don't get high the first time. I didn't. It, it took me a, cu- a couple times. The other thing, too, is if it's your first time, you may not be even doing it right. Okay. You know, sometimes yeah. you could, I think some people will smoke it really quick and keep it in their mouth and don't really inhale it and they'll, just, they'll push it right out. Okay, yeah. Get inhaled a little bit. You All boys right. give lessons? I'm out of that game. Oh, the lessons game. <laughs> I don't give lessons for anything anymore. <laughs> not teach anyone a no, thing. Not just nothing. <laughs> Screw you guys. You're dangerous. all on your own. It's very dangerous. I just know the lessons game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Veronica and Green Acres said there is a new cookie place called Cookie Plug that just opened in downtown West Palm Beach. And it's right next to a dispensary that's uh, also opened up to it. It's on Olive and Clematis. It's brilliant. I I meant to ask you, you you're a big fan of the Crumble Cookie. I am. You think they're, they're, they're worth the price. I do, because I think they are very, very gourmet. I love their business model. I love how they change them out every week. I love how they've created this kind of uh, groundswell on social media, and they've shown that they can really, like, disrupt the market when it comes to dessert. And it's it's not cheap. It's That's, that's what I'm saying. These are expensive cookies, Kev. It's a four-pack mm, of cookies yeah. will set you back like 12 bucks. I mean, four-pack? I haven't bought a four-pack since I was five. But they're giant cookies, too. They're cookies that are like this. Like, a, they're big. I'm a grown man. I know you are, baby. I could eat that bullshit in the first part of a murder special. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of those places now. There's, uh, I hear Crumble Cookies. I know. It's got stuff. The there's Cookie Game. Cookies and donuts. Cookies, donuts, salt donuts. Yeah. and chicken. Yeah. Chicken, huh? Chicken, oh, well, yeah, there's, yeah. There's just chicken wars, there's cookie wars, and there's donut wars. I think everybody's up in their game. If you want to be in it, you better make sure you're bringing that gourmet experience, even with fast food, even with drive through You better make sure it's an elevated product. The cookies are getting better. The donuts are getting better. The chicken spots are getting better. I kind of feel like the burger war has uh, subsided a bit. Remember there was always, you know, who's got the best burger? I feel like that's, that's in the back seat now, and other things have kind of taken center stage of, of what people want to talk about when it comes to the food game. The cookie invasion? Yeah, I guess it's all cyclical. I, yeah. I think it's all cyclical. <laughs> things change. Yeah, you know, what's old is new again. It's a cyclical cuckold. <laughs> That's where you just keep cuckolding the same people over and over. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if uh, this sounds appealing to you. They say that a red Whopper is coming to Burger King on May 15th to coincide with the premiere of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Way undercooked meat? No, it does nothing for me. Does not 
Does it take yeah, away I mean, fancy so in what? the they least bit? They just put bit. food dye in your bun and they say that, that's supposed to get y'all excited? That red food dye is like really bad for you. I right. try to stay away from anything that has that red food dye in it. How about this, Burger King? Maybe concentrate more on having your employees not yell at your customers and making sure your fucking fries are warm. Right. How about that one? Yeah. Instead of green or red burgers. They did the green burger too. Yeah. We, we don't want no. we don't want weird color burgers. That's Remember what, they did the Halloween bun and it was black? And people yeah. are pooping out weird colors. Right. Stop making us poop weird I, burgers. People can't. don't want to poop out a rainbow. We don't want to poop weird. I don't think anyone's asking for this. No. no. You're focusing on the wrong bullshit. You're getting and cute. Why would you, you want to get good? Meat that's red means raw. I'm not really interested in a raw cheeseburger. It's not appealing. I swing and I miss, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Well, if uh, you want to see what the cookies look like, they're a cookie plug. They got the firecracker, and they do a s'mores Ooh. there as well. It looks uh, very big and decadent. That looks nice. Gooey. Do <laughs> you like the word gooey? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know he does. Yeah. I like gooey. I like sticky. Yeah. Uh, I got a gooey, sticky Cinnabon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that what the gooey is? I, I can't believe how good that Annie's was. That Aunt Annie's Cinnabon, whatever that bun she makes, dang it. Yeah. It was nice. She now, knows what she's doing. And it was without extra frosting, too. And you know I'm all about that extra frosting. They forgot oh, it. Oh, man. They forgot your extra frosting? They always forget your extra frosting. Damn it. They, that's the one thing in the food game, the Uber, the delivery. They always fuck up your sauces. If you love sauces, just... That's got to be a really popular request, though. What's your favorite sauce right now? I mean, I don't know. That's, that's such a tough question that I would like to do a podcast on. Just that question. <laughs> come on, come on over. Let's do a sauce cast. Well, I'm going to go shopping today to get you some birthday gifts. Pizza galore. That's Nikki pizza. That's pizza. <laughs> Let me see. Got an email here from Astra. She said, I got a question. I got a buddy who's a truck driver, and he's on the road every day, which lets him listen to any podcast available out there. Just the other day, he sent me a text with two different clips of two different podcasts from two different stations, one being KBJ, of course, and the other one, I'm not sure to be honest, the clips were from Little Kid or Drunk Adult, and apparently both the clips had the same people calling in and leaving the exact same messages about them doing stupid things for the host to guess whether they were drunk adults or little kids. It kind of uh, made me wonder if the data recordings are shared amongst all the radio stations or was that a coincidence? I did not know other stations had the similar kind of bit, which is not surprising, but the recordings they played were the same. Just curious. We definitely, those are all, we recorded those. So yeah. someone might have taken those clips and used it, which does happen Yeah, I post that. Like I said, there's a, a site called Studio Think Tank, and there's, I don't know, probably 200 different radio shows that uh, are on it. And uh, so, yeah, so they originate here. So if you hear them, they start with KBJ and then I post them up. And I know, I don't know which shows, but I know there are a lot of other shows that do the same bit. And they, they would do the same audio. They're using our shit, though. Yes. If you hear it here, you hear it first. You made that shit. But we, 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 know, we knew about that, though. Yeah. We're not, I mean, like, we're not like, fuck them. It's considered mm. a compliment. If you put stuff up there, like on sharing message boards with other like morning shows, and they use your stuff. I mean, that's good. They have permission to use it. You're giving it to them. Yeah, we gave them permission. And it's a compliment to us when they use it. That just means they like our ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. So I, We're not, not mad at that one. I'm no, not mad. No, like I said, it's it's something that we do. We know it is. And so, yeah. We make it. Yes. I'm one of the uh, riders there for the uh, service. So, 
Yes. So uh, anyone who takes our stuff, it's they're entitled to it and they're paying for it. So it's all a business, but that's how that happens. If you do go somewhere else and be like, oh my gosh, I just heard that on KBJ. Oh yeah. You'll hear some repeat shit out there in Radio Land. You will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on uappodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, let me see. You got an email from Eric. He's wanting to know. He said, last night around 9 p.m., somebody knocked on my door. I opened and noticed it was a man with an AT&T shirt on. Oh, he was, fuck that. He was, uh, what the hell, AT&T? Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he said, uh, uh, last night around 9 p.m., yeah, so he was holding an iPad. He said, I didn't see any vehicle or anything behind him, so I was already sketched out. He began to explain to me that he was upgrading the fiber optic cable in my area and needed my account info. No. I told him it wasn't in my name. It was in my mother-in-law's name, and I didn't know her info. And he got a little annoyed and said, well, I need it right now to continue. And he just stared at me. I looked him dead in the eyes, and I said, dude, it's 9 p.m. at night, and you're knocking on my door about Wi-Fi. I said, come back tomorrow. And he said, no, he has to do it now. He was pushing so hard to get the info. Uh, now, after going back and forth for like five minutes, I finally just told him, come back tomorrow or call. And I'm not giving you anything. It's 9 p.m. and you're here on my doorstep. That's sketchy. He got mad and walked off into the night. I then went inside and reported the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. So I'm curious as to if this has ever happened to you guys or anyone else. And was it legit? It's, so here it is. It's happened. It happens to me all of the time. It is legit, which makes it harder to decipher when someone is trying to fuck with you. But most of the times, the, the, the times it's, it's happened to me, I've looked into it. And these motherfuckers come out mm-hmm. at 845. There was a security system team that came out at 840, 845. They're trying to sell me security. And they were legit. And they do get pissy. And they get annoyed when you don't fucking want to dance. if they have your internet. Don't they know what your account information is? Why are they standing on your doorstep asking you for your Wi-Fi password? That could be a scam, Which, but there's a lot of people that are on the up and up that go at your house at 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, and mm-hmm. that alone is yeah. shit. and it makes it easy, to your point, for people to come up there and scam as well. I would tell them so loudly to suck my dick and yeah. get off my porch. Exactly. Don't you dare knock on my door at 9 o'clock at night I'd asking look- for my password, and then... Telling me I've got to hurry. Oh, it would have got ugly. That would make my night if I was walking out taking my trash and I heard my Cajun neighbor come out. Y'all can suck my dick if you don't get off my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) That would make me laugh. Did that sound like a woman to you? Yep. And she's got a dick. (laughs) That would make me smile. It may be a woman, but that was no lady. (laughs) Definitely. There ain't no lady in this room. Never been one. (laughs)
And go start for you. And by the way, she's proud of that. That's not an yeah, insult. I know, I know. No. Yeah. Not going to start today yeah. or tomorrow. And if that guy is on your porch, does AT&T know that he's on your porch at 9 o'clock at night? I kind of doubt that's the way they want to do business. Virginia, I know you. I'm telling you. It's become a late I know game. ADT is. Those alarm people like to scare the shit out of you. A- and that's how they do it. But AT&T is different than ADT. I'm just saying it's not just alarm people. I'm Ooh, not trying to get an Fuck them. If they're on my porch well, at nine something at night asking me what my Wi-Fi password <laughs> is, it's going to be awful for them. That's what I'm going to start telling You people. knocked on the wrong door. Because I get they're always, I, I, I leave the league in solicitors and I'm just not going to go, y'all can suck my dick. Just tell them to suck your dick. Get the ring doorbell, and you can program it to tell them to suck your dick for you. You can have an automated message that will just kick mm. on and tell them, suck my dick. I'll come over to your house. I'll even record it for you. I want it in your voice. That's what I'll give you. Yes. You just that's hit a button. What, that's what I'll give you for your birthday. But you're right, though. That, 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 that When someone doesn't leave, and you clearly want them to leave, you go, no, I'm not good. Come back. The The... You want to say suck my dick because you go, how jerky do you have to be? You're, you're, you're getting the beast out of you're me You're getting now. the beast. Yes, you're making You're going to get the beast. You're making me an uncomfortable jerk to you now because you're making me uncomfortable. No legitimate company, corporation mm-hmm. like AT&T would want that person on your doorstep at 9 p.m. with no legit looking vehicle. They just look like they walked up on foot. Like, and, uh-uh. and where is the strategy at any of these people that where they where they go, all right, guys, I want you to hit the neighborhood. Make sure you knock around 830 when it's dark out and scare the shit out of people. Be aggressive. Be rude. Be pushy. No, that is not any way to deal with me. You're going to get it back tenfold. I guess I just don't see the strategy on that. And clearly there's a strategy because they're. They, That's they keep- why I think they're scammers, because they know that they can come aggressively like that at some people. And some people will curtail to whatever they're they're asking for because some people get scared when they're come at like that. Metal Beard Dan is wrong again. He's saying there's no way people sent uh, workers to your, th- their door at 9 p.m. Yes, they fucking do. I'm telling you. But I- AT&T. Yeah, I, I would be very surprised if this is something that's legit and that AT&T would be endorsing and Saying, yeah, that's fine. No, stay out keep knocking. Let me speak to the idiot manager that would want their employees knocking on my door at 9 p.m. at night. I don't think they would. They're so dumb if that's what they want their employees to do. And maybe it's something where they've, if it is legit, I would say it's not. I'd say 90% chance it's not legit. And if it is, they may be subcontracted. And they have another solicitor company that's going out trying to get stuff. That'd be my only thought because, yeah, otherwise, nah, you shouldn't be doing anything. Don't be knocking on people's doors at 9 o'clock. And look, anytime any of this comes your way, whether they're knocking on your door, whether they're calling your cell phone, whether they're sending you an email, always assume it's a scam first Mm -hmm. and then work your way back from that and make them prove themselves to you. Because if you always assume it's a scam, you're never going to be taken like a bitch-ass punk. Let's say it is AT&T for real. Then they're fucking stupid. If that's how they run their business, knocking on doors, asking for people's Wi-Fi passwords at 9 o'clock at night, they really need to learn the whole mm-hmm. 101 on customer service. Well, and not only that they're there at 9 p.m., but what they're asking for, yeah. personal information like that. And then aggressive when you don't want to give it to them. Yeah. F you. Yeah. You're about to catch some hands if you don't get off my porch. And what else? And my dick. <laughs> 
Yeah, Eric said there was no door hangers when I got home, no emails, no calls about this, and the guy looked super amped, too, like he's on some booger sugar. There oh, you they, go. Yeah. He, there you fucking go. Yeah. Read the context clues and tell him to get off your porch before you start shooting like Yosemite Sam. Uh-oh. And stop going to people's doors. Yeah. You've got pizza. a lot of balls. If the sun has set and you're knocking on doors, it better fucking be trick-or-treat. Well, it does. I think we had, what, two stories of people that got shot at somebody's front door over the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, people anymore. I, I wouldn't want to be on that end of it. No. Just because, yeah, you don't know. I mean, people just start blasting now. Always assume it's a scam, though. You really, If you work yeah. backwards from there, you'll at least be protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Engineer Keith sent us this. We were talking about uh, how much would it take for you to ride on an upside-down roller coaster with no lap belt? Yes. Engineer Keith, will we fall out? He said the best way to evaluate whether or not it's worth the risk to ride a roller coaster without a lap bar is to see the coaster going upside down in a loop is safe without a lap bar, depending upon the speed you go through it and how your body interacts with the cart that takes you along the track. If you go too slow, you'll fall out if you can't hold yourself. And if you go too fast, you'll stay in your seat, but your organs will fail. Oh, oh my boy. gosh. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Assuming it's a traditional seated position ride, the features I would be scared of without a lap bar are corkscrews, hanging upside down, and faster than gravity acceleration. Said the corkscrews are dangerous because it's kind of like a loop-de-loop, but slower, and therefore allows you to just fall out. Oh, I love the corkscrew. It's the same thing as hanging upside down, except instead of falling straight down, you'd fall at some cockeyed angle. He said, so would I ride a roller coaster without a lap bar? Probably not for any money unless I get a full report on the number of Gs achieved at each part of the track and what features the ride has. So that's the smart response, too. The best corkscrews are the ones that start up high and go down like this. Okay. Did you ever ride the uh, Woody Woodpecker at Universal? <laughs> can't do it. Young man's game. Oh, it was so good. It would go so fast. You would get them G's. It was so fun. Ah, man, I just don't like spinning. Oh, I love the corkscrew. If I never get on a roller coaster ever again, I, I would, I'd be okay with that. Oh, you would have liked the Woody Woodpecker. It was so fun. It didn't go upside down. It was for kids. But it had that super awesome corkscrew. Ugh. I love that ride. <laughs> He's a big fan. Uh, Jesse with some info about uh, picking the sex of a baby. She said, you guys were talking about the IVF. She said, my two kids were conceived via IVF, and we were offered the opportunity to genetically test our seven embryos for viability, and that would you know help and minimize the likelihood of miscarrying. Uh, during our first transfer, we didn't test the embryos and had a girl. For the second, I was nervous about investing the money, um, so we opted to test the remaining six embryos and, uh, he said of the six, only two came back as genetically viable. Wow. So that is one of the perks, you know, is knowing, okay, four are going to be duds and they're not going to work. So, you know, that, that is the one thing about it. You'll know that you're getting the best of the best, the biggest strength. She said, uh, roughly 20 K for the full process and additional five K for the genetic testing. And we didn't choose the path of infertility. It's the hand we were dealt. And we did everything in our power to increase the chances of having a healthy pregnancy and baby. It just so happens that through that process, we were also able to pick the sex of our second child. Okay, so there you go. So you can do it. Did you have a boy or a girl? I'm dying to know. Didn't say. Damn it. Damn it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I can't go on. Yeah, that's it. Well, they had a girl the first time, so I bet you they picked a boy. Okay. So you just uh, solved your own question. I uh, got an email here from Doug. This is about uh, shingles and having the herp. Oh, boy. The herpes <laughs> later on. So it's about to get fun is what you're telling us. <laughs> Bring it sexy, Doug. Said, I heard you guys talking about shingles for a while. Virginia seems surprised that a lot of older people uh, seem to get it. There is a reason. Back when I was a kid, there was no vaccine for chickenpox, measles, or mumps. It was thought that these diseases were easier when caught young. So when I got chickenpox, I was diagnosed by the doctor coming to my house. That is how long ago it was. I was visited uh, by just about all my schoolmates, which was standard procedure. You did not quarantine. No mask. You went over and caught the disease. Teachers told my mom they made their lesson plans with the idea that at some point almost half the class would be out sick. Shingles is the chickenpox virus which lays dormant in the spinal fluid along your backbone until something usually stress reactivates it. So since about uh, every baby boomer had chickenpox, we all got the shingles virus. Damn. I had chickenpox. I had a bad case of chickenpox when I was 16, and it sucked, man. 16? 16. Late bloomer. I know. Oh, it was great for high school. <laughs> it looked like it's acne. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had a bad case. I was, I was out for two weeks. Damn. I know. He said, we also most likely don't have our tonsils as they were removed at the first sign of any kind of infection. It was a much different time. Hmm. Dang. That's interesting. What was the herpes stuff? It said shingles and herpes. Did it, did it, did well, it... that's it's the herpes virus that causes that. So that's why so many people uh, of that age have the same it. virus causes herpes, shingles, and chickenpox. That's one badass virus. It is. Yeah, it just has different names and terms. Why can't they just figure out how to kill it? I don't know. They can't, right? I think once it's yeah in your body. Yeah, Isn't good. that crazy? That that's something they really struggle with finding the remedy for. Not not to say they can't have medicine to, you know, prevent it from coming up, but it's crazy that you can't, in today's day and age... You're asking a very poignant question, and it makes people think. A lot of people think that they could come up with cures, but it's way more profitable to put Band-Aids and treat outbreaks and treat symptoms rather than give people one pill that cures them and then they're done with that pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The treatment is way more profitable than the cure. That is probably some kind of truth bomb. It says here, herpes zoster, also known as shingles, is caused by the reactivation of the varicella zoster virus, the same virus that causes varicella chickenpox. So, yeah. Uh, there you go. Most so of us have it. I know so I do. It's a cousin of the herpes. It's like it's I related guess, to it. It's, it's, it's not herpes. It's not general herpes. Yeah, it's here's not, my cousin herpes zoster. <laughs> yeah, it's in the family, but it's a different disease because people are literally, no, it's not. You guys are fucking wrong. You're stupid. Fuck that. So it's herpes, the cousin? I guess. Herpes adjacent? I guess. I'm not not well steeped in herpes knowledge. All I know is we're wrong, Virginia. It's a herp neighbor? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It just stays with you. Yes. That's the thing. The herpes stays with you. The chicken pox stays with you. The shingles stays with you. It's all going to be in you. And if you fuck around and find out and you have like stress or illness, any of that can come out. They brought that up when I was getting my, my uh, when I did my kidney thing. They, when I did all my tests, they could tell that I had chicken pox at one point. Wow. Yeah. Well, how old were you when you had it? Oh, I was like five. 
Wow. Yeah, I, there was a kid in our school that had it. I, I, they were right. It's contagious as fuck. <laughs> well, stop making out with him. Well, I was not. I was sucking his dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Showed up. Said it was from AT&T. <laughs> so I sucked his dick. I it said, a- suck my dick, and he said, all right, and I did it. <laughs> this is a scam. Get off my lawn. I got a blowjob, but I think it was a scam. And I gave him chicken pox. <laughs> it's the same. Herpes and chicken pox are the same. People are losing their... It's not the same. It's not the same. We get it. We know. They just have the same name. We're having fun. Fuck. <laughs> I uh, got an email from Kristen in Jupiter. Uh, I just want to give you a shout out. She uh, said, thanks for the KBJ show. It's a nice distraction. Her mom was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. She's 57. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. So hey, we all know we all need distractions in life. So we'll you know, send you the best and send the best out to your mom that, you know, she can uh, knock that out and get back to living. So, Hugs and love. Yeah. Yes. No doubt. All right, uh, you can always get a hold of us, mail at kbjshow.com, M-A-I-L at kbjshow.com. Anything that uh, you want to throw out there, you can uh, let us know. Y'all have a great Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.